Hello and welcome to the officially the first episode of Advancing Fire. Uh, last episode was technically the pilot, episode zero. I named it because it's clever. But this is episode one, which is our second episode, which is good, isn't it? Uh, as always, I'm joined by my morons of co-hosts, Mr. Thomas. Hello. And Mr. Alex. Hello. Yes, um, we won't mention this is the seventh attempt to start recording this. Uh, we were due to start recording this uh, this show 28 minutes ago. Alex turned up late. There are six failed recordings with various uh, moronic abilities. And yeah, now we're actually into recording. What so, happened on the last attempt, Tom? Why did that fail? That was because you two are idiots. It's got nothing to do with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Got nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with the fact that if I mute you on Zencaster, I then can't unmute you, which is great, isn't it? I mean, the fact that I decided to start the recording with you two muted shows exactly what the state of that recording was. But anyway, enough of that crap. What have we got coming up then? So we're going to have a little catch up, see what we've all been up to, see if Alex has recovered from his stag do, uh, see if Tom's got over being a whinging little princess, uh, have a little catch up about what's been going on in the epic scale world. Uh, we're going to talk about our recent trip to Twisted Titanicus and discuss all things AT in that. And we'll have a little close out at the end where we'll try and hawk some crap at you. Seems fairly reasonable, doesn't it, chaps? Cool. So let's have a catch up there, chaps. What have you been up to? To be uh, let you kick off, Tommy. What what have you been up to hobby wise lately? Hobby wise, uh, well, we went to Warhammer World for Alex's stag, played some Necromunda, and yeah, I did really well. I uh, played really well. Smash face, kill gangers, and only yeah. to win. Only playing the game if I can win. It's Tommy's theme song. Yep. Um, <laughs> admittedly, there was some salt in my burger and chips. Hurt. Bugman's Bar, but I brought it back out, flew it on the table, and that was it. Hobby-wise, apart from that, just adding to my gang and waiting for Legion Imperialis, really. Seeing the models, they look incredible, and seeing some of the rules getting sneaked. Yeah, just waiting for that. Yeah, it's kind of odd, isn't it? I think we'd all kind of earmarked now to be painting Legion stuff, didn't we? The kind of, and We're now in this kind of... I know I'm in a bit of a limbo as to how much I commit to doing, because I know if I... Oh, I've got three Titans to paint. I know as soon as I prime them and put them on my desk, we'll get a release date. Yeah, I'm sort of hesitant at getting into too much of a big project at the moment. I'm doing Necromunda hangers on almost. Mm. Little low model count things. It's like I've got an amber on the desk. I'm not really going to... And a bounty hunter, I'm probably not going to take much more than that on, just in case. Yeah, yeah. I've got those three. I've got a Warlord, Warbringer, and a Direwolf that I want to do, but I know as soon as I put them on the table, painting table and prime them, they'll come up. I mean, I've just 3D printed a little bust of a Space Marine to paint because I'm procrastinating on starting the Titans for exactly that reason. Well, you reckon you'll do them as another Legio instead of your Ataris? No, no, they're going to go to Arturus. I'll, I'll cover that when I, I catch up on my stuff I'm doing there. They're going to go into my Arturus, because that finishes Arturus then, and I got everything I need in the in the part then. So just Necromunda for you, Tommy? Nothing epic scale? No, I mean, this is where it's difficult, because I've got two Premier Titan Legions, Legio Mortis and then Presagius, which is undefeated this 
we well this entire year really there was one blip Sorry, I'm calling Alex... bullshit on that. <laughs> I uh, went through your procedures at Trump's event in April. The uh, immediate scowl on your face when he said it's undefeated. Yeah, it's undefeated. It's, it's undefeated by actual players who don't breathe through their mouth. If you'd let me finish my sentence, thank you. Um, no, that's honestly about it. I'm waiting. You know, the Fulgrim was released, the Fulgrim Transfigured. Yeah. I'm probably just going to have to save my pennies because that's rumoured to be north of 200. So It's going to cost you quite a bit to rubberize that as well so you can slide it in yourself. Who says rubberize? Just got to take the pain. Take it. Forward. Forge a resin straight in raw. Yeah. He's going to transport it to events. I'm just going to say, look, this is a miscast. And they're going to be like, why is it brown? And I'm going to be like, well, that's a good question. There we go. Lush, I can't wait for you to just stand there with a poo brown <laughs> full grim. What, in the Forge World store? Be like, oh, yes, miscast, they, mate. They're going to get a restraining order when that's released around Forge World. They're not going to let you anywhere near it. They, they haven't got the people to clean up the mess. I'm thinking when it gets released, I might actually drive to Nottingham and just run in and get it and then get it straight, clean, primed, everything. Just get it spray painted. Just pure so black. Sit, so you can prime it black and leave it to sit on your desk till Siege Studios have got a slot for it. Oh, yeah. well, Siege Studios, they're too cheap. They're too cheap. I prefer prefer more remortgaging my house at these rates than using Siege Studios, but yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I want a silver... You know when we went to No Retreat Horus Heresy? I want a silver... Get a model painted. I asked, yeah. to, I asked to book it in, and the nearest that I got was six months away, and it was for a friend. I was like, "Yeah, no, never mind," because they don't tell you when they win the prizes. They've got to get a slot anyway. Long story short, is that love the one Siege. Where... Love Siege. That the way. Where's, where's that one? I'm just going through my collection. Oh, oh. Is that, that, that the event where no retreat horror received players player where it won best sporting. Oh yeah, it's another event we went to. Who are you up against? Uh, Brains, tough yeah. crowd. <laughs> I just had to rifle through my bow sporting uh, awards, <laughs> my, my my making Tommy unhappy awards. Oh no, I've got I've got a most sporting award from your event in income years ago. Yeah, I, I know, Pitch I know how much doesn't count. I know how much you paid me for that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I had to remortgage my first home. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. All right, so Tommy's been painting Necromunda. What have you been up to, Alex? Let me take a guess. Painting Necromunda. Painting Necromunda and also some Star Wars Legion stuff. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Alex, you don't paint it. Strump does. No, no, that's you my Orlocks. He paints the Orlocks. I paint the hangers on. Ah. Uh, what did we do at Headcount at Warhammer World? We did 32 models in. There's I think 30. It's 30. Now, there's currently. 30 models I've painted, and you were like, oh, yeah, but I've painted one dog and two hangers on. Three hangers on. Three. Oh, four models. Yep. You go steady, mate. Um, and then I've got another. You two handed me another two, the and then I and I just bargained another. I and just we... bargained another another what two, two yeah. more that I've got to paint so I can have your other ambot. That'll put the uh, gang at thirty-four. Yeah, which actually then outweighs my cowdor. Yeah, I'm probably so never going to field half of them, but I've painted more orlocks and I've painted cowdor in the last what since end seventeen. Well, 2018 Calder would have come out. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, just yeah, five year, years. Because you only had the first lot of Orlocks. Yeah. I've painted, more, all, all, I've painted more Orlocks in the last three months than I've painted Calder in the last five years. There you go. Cool. That's, that's great. No, that's yeah, I do. I enjoy it. I've enjoyed painting them. They've been fun. Yeah, you've saved me a massive job. 
Yeah, yeah, I know by doing a massive job myself, which has resulted in <laughs> me realizing I've been I've done nothing but paint for the last three months, and I have no models to show for it. I'm not going to rustle that bag any louder, Tommy. Well, so now I just realised I got a Sakaran. When did we get the Sakaran? From my event. Oh, was it your event? Yeah. That's probably why I can't remember it. It's a really forgettable event where Alex didn't play anyone. It's fine. <laughs> I so played some mouthy nobody last game and all he did was moan. Oh, That's pretty harsh, to, pretty harsh to talk about the strump that way. Bloody <laughs> hell. I so wasn't amazing. playing. Actually, I was playing, wasn't I? I did play. Did I play my last game? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I didn't play. Oh, yeah, because I got really angry with you about me fucking up my full stride order. Yeah. You tried, yeah, never mind. But so more, yeah, everyone's right. been doing Necromunda, and you, Mister Strump, what have you been up to? Playing Alex's Necromunda. Oh, nice. <laughs> Do you <laughs> no, want for been... Siege? Yeah, yeah. No, I can't afford them. I'm not good enough for them. Um, yeah, painted a load of Alex's Orlocks. I have been working on another, funnily enough, a Sakaran that I printed out, scaled up. So I got the old Epic Scale, which was I think six mil. So I've upscaled 33% is what seems to be general to bring it to 9 mil, which seems to be about the scale or one quarter of 28 mil, isn't it? That's the, so say the scale. Well, 28 mil. What's the space for me now? Is it 28 mil or is it 32 mil scale? 32 in they've, heresy, yeah. They've crapped. So yeah, 9 mil it seems to be the scale that people are working at. Um, so I painted some... Mark Force as a test scheme for my word bearers for Li, and now I want to see if the scheme translates over to a vehicle. So I've been doing that, painting that up. I've got it, got the armor colors on, gloss transfers, pin wash, needs a satin varnish, and then everybody's favorite bit, painting all the stuff black again, which is fun, but Ooh. it's worth it. It's worth it. If I don't do it, Henry yells at me. Um, well. I gotta do that. So yeah, I've been pooling along with that, and then the prep for the Arturus Titans. So Warbringer, Warlord, and Die Wolf, which I got Alex to build for me because I'm not very good at building, and he builds better than me. And I paint his Orlocks, he builds my Titans. Um, I finally managed to get the Lucius Warbringer armor pattern panels printed because when I downloaded them. I got really cross with the maker that there was only a shoulder pad for the right-hand side. And was like, you sold me these files. I went, just as I enter on the shitty email, I realised you mirror the file. Uh. You just mirror it. <laughs> you only need a left side because you mirror it and it does the right side. Um, so I finally set that all up and printed that. But I've been having some fun of games. I've got new Saturn Ultra 3 3D printer. So I've been fannying on setting that up. I popped a ACF film in it. When I've had it, I had to get replaced. I then realised the printer wasn't level the other day when I printed... Oh, I'm showing you this. I printed this. Alex, do you know what he's on about with all these things? No, mate, it's in one ear out the other. Oh, is that a dice tray? Big old Caldor dice tray. So I've got some ah, weird... I can see like... magnets in that. Nice. Say, if you send it to me, I can get it set up right for you. I've got some layer lines in there, so I... Uh... If you're talking about speaking to Fox, I yelled at him drunkenly in your... Um... Stag do, and he went. He doesn't do three D printing anymore. Is basically what he told me because he's moved on. So I yelled at I yelled at Fox until for stuff, but he didn't. But yeah, other than other than the hobby, that's mainly been my other thing is recovering from your stag do and going all the way up to Warhammer World to play a game of Necromunda in which you took me apart quite quickly. I was still the first to 
lose. I was all out. I know, but you bullied me. And then Jamie bullied me, so I put a plasma cannon in his face at short range. Um, that was quite it's funny. made me want a plasma cannon for my gang now. It's quite funny. The thing is, I, like, I hit Jamie, and it blew him off the board. I hit you about four times, and it hardly did any damage because of the way your fucking luck is. My it dice was... love playing you and Tom. It's horrible. It's tout amount to abuse, but... Yeah, so we had a nice little day out to Warhammer World, didn't we? Then we went and sweated our tits off in various oh, pubs and clubs. And- Warhammer World was so chilled and lovely. When he stepped outside, it was just weird. It was worse the Saturday. So we all went back Saturday. Um, we left the hotel, went to Element Games in Nottingham. You mean Sunday? Oh, no, Saturday, because it was Friday, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then went to Warhammer World where we'd left the cars on Saturday and... We felt it so much worse when we left Warhammer World there and walked back to the cars to go home. The heat hit us. And it's almost like prob- you're getting off prob- an aeroplane in a foreign country. Probably yeah. something to do with the lack of sleep and massive hangovers that we all had. Dehydration. Yeah. 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 At least I didn't look as bad as Taylor did at breakfast. Oh, sat with his head was... sat with his head in his hands at breakfast. Always a good sign. You know it's bad when he has to move away from the food because just <laughs> the smell of it's enough for him. Yeah, he ordered he ordered himself a coke and a coffee and he had about three sips of them and then we left. He was just like <laughs> rawr, rawr. So, anywho, that's um last story. Telling drunken stories about yourselves is not quite so fun for people who weren't there. But yeah, so it's been a little bit of a Productive. I mean, I'm mainly gearing up for LI at the moment. I'm just sitting there waiting for it. But while we're on the waiting game, we've had some nice um, Warhammer Com articles. Actually, we've had a lot. Mm. I think we've probably had more information about the mechanics of the game than we've had ever before. I'm assuming they're padding, if you know what I mean. They're padding with articles, gives interest. But we've seen quite a lot. I mean, what have we seen? We've seen how knights work. We've had terrain. We had the terrain rules. They're pretty big. Yeah. Mm. Titans as well. We've had yeah. knights, titans, aircraft, and terrain, haven't we? Yeah. Because we just... before before we recorded, we had the core concepts and detachment stuff, haven't we? Before we mm. recorded the pilot, we so we knew about that kind of stuff. But what sort of things have popped up in there that have got you yeah, frothing? I'm really liking where well, I run it, the terrain, for me, because we were told that this would be objective-based, infantry would be important, and then I started looking at some of the weaponry. You know, it was coming out leaked. Um Sorry, not leaked. Uh, showing you the Titan weaponry. We had tank weaponry. Mm. We had flare weaponry. I was thinking, bloody hell, how are you just going to get blown off the board? But actually now, by the two types of terrain, I think there's obstructing and difficult. Difficult terrain, you... obstructing terrain. I think you've got dangerous terrain as well, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they both give... Well, difficult and obstructing both give the minus one to hit when mm. targeting detachments within it, which make your infantry Dif- a lot stronger. Difficult terrain... Is minus one to hit except for Titans. Titans yes. can still blow you out of there. But yeah, um, obscuring terrain, if you're in it, is minus one to hit for everything, which there is pretty was, cool. I'm pretty sure I'm just bringing the article up now. I'm certain I saw something where it says you're also to uh, dangerous terrain. Uh, if you're a detachment that's travelled through to suffers an AP zero hit for every inch it travels through the terrain. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah. Um, yeah, you suffer a hit for moving through. It's kind of like dangerous terrain for. Titanic, no, but a hit for it? every inch you move it's through. So if you move four inches through it, that's four, four hits. hits. Wow. Yeah, four hits. So Okay, they're AP zero, but I'm pretty sure. Of, have they not teased the armor save stuff somewhere? And the it's armor not, saves isn't amazing yeah. if, I, if I'm... No, a lot of stuff. If you look at the... There's the core concepts one. There's the core concepts one one. I can't remember. 
I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, I mean, most of the armor saves the infantry. If it's like it was anyway, it'd be fives and sixes. You know, I think marine armor used to be fours at best, or terminators were fours at best. You know, armor saves are quite hardcore. I mean, titans. Are, there's something in the titan one. I think titan. So what? They're on like a warlord comes, and then a two plus yeah, save. Warlords come with a two plus. I mean, you know, like you talk. You no know, titans and super heavies are two plus. I mean, the aeroplanes. Yeah, so a Marauder, an Avenger comes in with a four plus. So, you know, tanks and light tanks might be like three fours. Infantry is going to be four, fours, five, sixes to save. So, you know, you're going to take some damage on it. Mm. But what I think was really interesting, obviously, there, I think there's probably a lot of people, probably like me and you, Alex, who've got tables of Titanicus terrain who are like, oh, cool, I've got terrain. But actually, we've just got quite, most of us got, got solid line of sight blocking. Mangled buildings. Yeah, I'm now looking and thinking I'm going to need things like destroyed buildings and ruins and stuff with levels. Obviously, the terrain kits that GWFTs obviously cover that, but if it's anything like the Civitas Imperial stuff for AT was, it's going to be really expensive to buy those, buy enough kits to do a table out. Yes and no. So I reckon I've got a feeling GW will do the same as what they did previously, where they did release a terrain set for quite mm. cheap. I think it was the... It was the equivalent of the Grandmaster terrain worth, mm. which I think was three individual boxes. Mm. So I think at GW Retail, it was about 75 to 100 quid's worth of terrain. Mm. But I've got a feeling they put it up at 60 quid or something silly like that. And then when mm. you go to your local gaming store and get... Yeah, knock a bit more, a bit more, a bit more. It, you could put a table together for probably a couple of yeah. hundred quid, I reckon. I think it's going to be the the end. The, the difficult, the scattered terrain is going to be a one. It would be quite good with the... Um... I mean, it's well, Civitas Imperium, the Spires kit that you got, because that had the, obviously, the Spire tops for the buildings, but it came with, like, the half-dome, like, generator buildings and the cranes and the pipelines. No, two separate kits. Oh, is that got, a separate kit? Yeah, you got one for Spires, and yeah. then you got one for the cranes. Yes, you did, yeah. Sorry, I bought... I've got one of those unbuilt currently. I bought those two boxes together at the same time when I did my AT table, so... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I... they've already teased the knight and titan battle group boxes, yeah. haven't they? Well, they're I've repack. Met... They're re... they're reboxes of no, they're not. The... They are Cause... the titan one. Isn't the preset maniple? No, Titan's only got... it was it was the one that was before the preset maniple. Was there one before that... the preset? Yeah, that was the battle force box that they brought out after. Wow. It was after the grandmaster, but before the current starter set, there was yeah. that box, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't a big saving from memory, like um, wasn't the preset box. The preset was, was yeah. preset was preset one of the best insane, things. Ever. Insane, yeah. And the night household box is used to be. I think maybe or maybe did it not have the casters? It's fairly similar to what they used. I think the, the night the, one isn't the same as what it used to be because yeah. I remember Shep saying something to me about that night box and it came with a lot in it. I don't think that's the same as what they've got there. But either way. It'll allow you to. Here you go. That's either a quick into AT, yeah, those boxes, or you can just add an entire allied force or more allies than you'll need if you go for the no. Titan one. So yeah, no, so it, the Knight one is different. I've just googled to see the Knight household battle force contained Pyrons. Well, by the way, single Pyron, two hmm. Serastus knights, and then it says two. Te- Questorus Knights with Thunder Swift. So was it just five knights? 
No, contents. Two Acastus Knights, two Iron Storm. Yeah, two Acastus Knights, four Serastus Knights, and six Questorius. So it was two. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Two, yeah. But Questorius are useless. When do you ever in, see in them? Eight, in eighteen? I think I think oh, I think they'll have a place in. Yeah, um, of course, they'll have a place in Legions. More of a place because things like because it was like the, the Avenger Gatling gun on the the Knights, which was strength three, so it couldn't damage Void Shields. Wouldn't really hurt. You know, you could hurt a knight on a six, couldn't you? Because they, they were they were nine. Very, they needed they were, a way of getting strength four on them to be useful in AT. And in a knight house, you could do it for one turn, I think. Yeah, yeah. Fun, fundamentally, with knights, it was well. Fundamentally, in AT, you want strength four. Strength four is uh, void shield. Yeah. Strength eight is the tipping point then for doing good armor in there. Yeah. That's when it starts to become powerful armor weapon. But I reckon Questorus knights in LI. And you've either got battle cannon, Gatling cannon on each. I think they'll be good because they'll just strip apart troops. I think those thermal cannons will do work. We don't thermal cannons will be great for doing tanks, detachments of tanks. I'm pretty sure we've seen something melt or thermal cannon related already teased. And Mm. I've got a feeling it was only either an eight or a twelve inch range, at which point But the ranges the ranges are quite surprisingly short. I was looking at the the Titan one earlier. And if you look at the, um, what was I looking at? The Vulcan Megavolters, they're a 22-inch range. Paired turbo lasers on the carapace of a Warlord is, tw- is and that's 40. You know, Gatling Blast, so the ranges are a bit, oh, that's the one that stuck out. The Volkite, Volkite Destructor is only a 16-inch range yeah. on the Warlord Titan. So there's quite short range. But how big will the board be playing? Still 4x4? Four 5x4. Four? Four. Five five yeah. That was it, 5x4. Five so it's still going to be quite... I, I, Quite compact board. I think we'll find that. Well, I think I will to start with. When the the box drops, it will be four by fours to start with, yeah, because yeah. I've got a four by four mat and I'm going to play it. Well, while we until you build up to full sort of three thousand points. But it's going to yeah. be interesting to see if people do five by four mats or whether you'll just get a six by or will six we just by roll four a six, and chopper chopper six by six four inch off either there. side yeah. or yeah. chop a foot off a foot off to put your stuff. I, I I would take a foot off so that you've got a decent space down one end of the board for all your bits. Crazy thing. Will we get terminals with this as well? No. They've already no. confirmed it's they... going to be a lot lighter on the Titan management yeah. element. I don't well, think yeah, you're, all you have is void shields to count. I think that's it. Yeah, and the voids are like, so the Warlord's got six voids. Yeah. You knock the voids down and it's got six wounds. So, which is like, I was reading the engine killer rule. So engine killer yeah, on a weapon. Yeah, does extra wounds to... Yeah. Super heavies, knights, and titans. Doesn't so it? you hit you hit a super heavy with a balakosa. It's one dice, two to hit. You hit. It's minus five AP, nice and then end, yeah. engine killer four. So it does five wounds. A warlord's got six wounds. Like a balakosa will one shot things to death if the shields are down. Now, I meant for the terminals. How will you know all the different detachments? What's in them then? I think they. I think. I think they said that in the box. Yeah. You'll have all your detachment cards, so I don't. We, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so what we terminals? Get, you'll have cards. Yeah, yeah. It won't be. It won't be terminals like AT. It'll be uh, unit cards like yeah, that's a song of ice and firewoods. Mm. I think forty k does a lot of that now, isn't it? They they yeah. they bring yeah, out forty k's all gone to cards. Yeah, which I much prefer because you just have it as long as they don't errata the fuck out of everything. Because yeah. or if they do, they then provide the cards for free. No, the so, detachment cards well, will be good, but 3K, how many detachments are you going to get in that? That's a lot of detachments in 3K. That might be what no, detachments were, five or deta- four. Detachments were two. 
So if you if you remember the original, so three thousand points play on five by five. Yeah, but how do you then track everything in the detachment itself and what your yeah. detachments are made up? So of? yeah, that's the, gonna be the you must problem. have at least one form. Right, you must have at least one formation for every fifteen hundred yeah. points. So it's two form two formations at three thousand, and then yeah. you'll you'll have unit cards, detachment cards. So. I mean, There's a formation, but how many attachments do you doing... Well, a compulsory of a formation, so the Legion yeah. Demi Company is an HQ, a yeah. support, a core, and a core. So that's four, four cards for your core components of that detachment. Now, we don't know how many, what that will point up at, but yeah, I mean, you, I would, if I was doing, if, I would probably just have my cards in a pile together and you'd leave through them looking for them. And you'll get to know them anyway as well, won't you? Like, you know, we, we when I play AT with my terminals on an app, I don't have to have all the terminals in front of me to remember everything, do we? Yeah, you'll you'll just, you'll just you'll just track wounds like you do. Or... Well, well, most things will have one wound. Like if it's like the old the old style game, infantry are most, one of the, most of the flyers will wound. The knights may have several, multiple. Don't they? It'd probably be two at most, three yeah. maybe for a Papyron. Yeah. Oh, little, how, many, little... how many wounds does a direwolf got? Because that'd be an indication. Where's the direwolf's got four. Yeah, no, it's probably two, yeah, two or three. Four. I'd guess probably three. Yeah, and Lances. normal knights two. Well, you'll just have yeah. your little dice like we would do anyway. I mean, what happens when you find well, my suit? Is... My my suits are in forty k when I've got ten of them with two wounds each. You have to you track the wounds, don't you? Anyway, you just put dice. the interest in. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much. Oh, I can't wait to play. It. I honestly can't yeah. wait to play it, and I think this is. We keep talking about it, and there's there's been great teasers, but I've never known Games Workshop, without wanting to rag on them too much here, not give any indication about when something's coming. It's No one knows. Well, the last article that came out, which is the terrain one, I think at the end, it says Imperial is on course for release soon, which is different from when they pulled it, which just said, at some point, we'll be back. Yeah. I think we'll still see it October, November time. I say Black Friday. They'll do it the best possible time. They'll do it Black Friday. It's typical GW release schedule. Well, no, because they release on a Saturday, not a Friday. No, but you know that Black Friday weekend is what I mean. They'll do it yeah. that point in November, sure. just to I screw get, with us all. I guess it just comes down to logistics, doesn't it? When when is, when are they, when is it ready? Because I mean, we don't want to dwell too much on the leak, the you know leaked rule book that went round because. Who knows if it's right or not? But the leaked solo rule, you know, we're kicking around. It depends, you know. I didn't read any of it. I respect it, and I'm waiting for this game. It's like a Christmas present. I don't want to know. You know, sometimes when you're a kid, you'd shake the present or feel for it. You just get disappointed. I don't own a leaks because if it's different, anything. It's a good story for you. My stepbrothers, um, one Christmas, probably, oh, this is a fair few years ago. It was when PS4s came out, so that tells you how long ago it was. Yeah, 2005. Were, yeah, yeah, so they're younger than us. They're younger. And they were at my dad's. My dad would always put the Christmas presents out under the trees. And uh, one of my stepbrothers had to come sheepishly to my dad in the middle of the night because he'd gone downstairs and he'd unwrapped presents and he found a PS4. A PS4. And they they played Xbox. We played PlayStation, me and my brother. So he had to go and tell my dad that he'd been under the table under the Christmas tree and open it up. Now, how old do you think he is at this age you now? Eight, nine? No, I bet he was so, 14. 2005? No, no, seriously, PlayStation so, 4 was about 2013. 
Christmas so 2013, I, yeah. So I'd have been 20 something. Me would have been 29, you'd have been, yeah. He'd have been about 1920, something like that. Bloody hell. 1920. <laughs> Christmas, Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Got Bloody an open hell. present. Like, my dad went fucking nuts. He was just like, you're, you're, like, if you're five or six, you kind of like, you know, yeah, fair the enough, excitement's but, gotten to you. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah. Uh, oh, that's quite the other thing with um, terrain that buildings get armor saves as well. So you can blow buildings off the table because they've got armor saves. And then the garrison number's quite interesting. So, like, your Civitas Imperial's got a garrison of one. So it's going to be interesting to see how that looks. It gives a four plus cover save. So, like, proper fortification gives you a three plus. Yeah, cover I think you'd be able to put infantry in there. Yeah, but. To fire out, I think yeah, be that, that, heavy weapons what, teams would be amazing in there. But that's what guaranteed. But that's you can see Solar in their fortified defense line with their three plus a model file save. Like that's how they're going to survive on the battlefield. They're not. They're not. That building is getting wrecked, and I'm going to yeah. fly, fling those so, post those weak post humans everywhere. Those Civitas Imperialis buildings. Yeah, they're post humans. Two wounds. No, they get humans. hit by anything. Post they're is done. after. Post human yeah, is space marine. Post-human. No, that's trans posthuman. They're trans posthuman. These are posthumans. They're not posthumans. They're humans. Right. Okay, let's not get into semantics, but they're posthumans. They're humans. Are you fucking wrong? Solar right, are listeners, please come in. The solar are posthumans. The space marines are trans posthumans. Not trans in what gender, but I mean like trans. Um, I think I'm going to speak on behalf of the listeners. We don't give a fuck. We just like playing the game. You two neckbeards can take this off air and have a go at each other about it. Prick. If you get something after you die... (laughs) If you get something after you die, what do you get? You get it posthumously. Post. Post your death. After. After human, post humans. Oh my god, we're still on this subject, are we? Yes, I go. Yeah, no, we're going to be here all, all night now. Um, okay, so last moving on. Night, last time I had an argument with the podcast co- uh, co-host about um, semantics, we we ended up firing him. So you can get fired for the second time today, <laughs> right? Okay. To, there's an age of strife when all the humans were cut off. Correct. Oh yeah. so the dark, He's been on the, Google. I can yep. tell. Look at him; he's getting all frothy and bubbly. Yeah. You, like, can, you, can hear right mechani- you can hear his mechanical keyboard. Mm. Yeah. And then what created then is that was when humanity, then after Age of Strife, this is post Age of Strife humans, hence post humans. Are they are they after humans? Are they? They're no longer humans. Well, of course, they're not humans. It's what for thirty thousand years since humanity since... start. Well, recognized, right? 30,000 years ago, do you reckon humans, Neanderthal, well, Alex hasn't evolved, but most of us would have changed in 30,000 years. I'm, I'm going to evolve my way into my car, drive to rugby, cut your headset cord, and come back and finish recording this jump. Oh, is this, is this the one that's working? Have you got it fixed now? No, I'll take the missus car. Ah, there we go then. Right, so you've got to go, sorry, Charlotte, can I borrow your car? Because I want to drive to rugby. Oh, no, sorry, you're sleeping. Bye. Sorry, love you. Bye. That's what will happen. <laughs> Why do you just get your own car fixed? I could do it for you, but you won't let me. No, nobody wants you to fix their things for them. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody trusts you. Smart. I mean, I can't just... No. I mean, as, as, when I say fix, it'll work for a short amount of time and then be more broken afterwards. Just like which legion I'm going to choose for LI. I don't know. You don't know because you don't know any of the rules. And you're only going to pick the rules to mean you win. 
You've picked word bearers. They're going to have like demons and everything else. They're going to be overpowered as hell. Yeah, but I picked them before I knew the rules. Oh, Alex, which one are you picking? Uh, I'm not sure yet, rules wise. Yeah. I um, I'm in an R and I want to trade a legion, but I'm torn between yeah. a couple. Yeah. You can always buy my right. solar off me if you want. Right, nah. I think that's enough bullshit. I think we need to go to yeah. a little break and then come back with our um, Titanicus event, and then we'll come back and wrap up because I'm going to now go and Google and prepare a 45 minute lecture on pre and post human <laughs> terminology. So we'll go for a break and we'll be back soon. You had two Reavers and a Warlord next to each other merging the whole lot, which you can't do. You can only merge with one other title. Welcome so, back to the uh, Advancing Fire podcast, where you catch us in the middle of us accusing Tom of cheating. So I thought we'd uh, rattle in straight into our uh, discussion of Twisted Titanicus, <laughs> and we'll, we'll air these grievances for the public to hear. Because Tommy didn't realise I clicked start recording. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is the problem when you let Strump be in charge of everything. The problem is the listeners can't see Tom rubbing his eyes, being like, oh, God, everyone knows. Everybody no, knows. Not that that. I... It's, I'm just thinking, <laughs> what am I doing myself? Uh, it's a Saturday evening. It's 8.30, and I'm sat talking to you retrobates. You're sat Instead, talking to your you two only friends who will tolerate you. You say only friends. I wish, I wish, I might start on only fans at this point to pay for the therapy you two give me. You need to pay for new You're too fans. cheap to pay for therapy, mate. That's well, that's why I need the only fans. <laughs> I think even Tell if you had only fans and you're in the top 1% of earners or whatever, you still I bet I would therapy. be. I bet I would be. Only I mean, when you had that horrible moustache at, at the start of the year, you definitely would have earned <laughs> something. You, you appeal to a community there. <sighs> Well, the Doomy Savile look has its benefits now and then. Oh, no, he didn't have a tash. Who did? Who was the famous nonce who had a tash? <laughs> I don't know. There's probably one. <laughs> There's probably one out there. Right. We, uh, Speaking we've of started, nonce. We've started the section and we've started we talking go. about nonces within one minute and 40 no, seconds. No, but on that word, I was trying to explain to my Isabella, my Polish wife, how offensive. You could go on a night out and be like, oh, yeah, you know, you fucker. It doesn't actually start a fight, but if you go someone in a pub and you call them the nonce, it's on. It is. Yeah. It's thin in English, a really horrible word. So I'm sorry for using that, but about these yeah. two people I'm recording you, with, it's apt. You've brought it out within one minute for two. So shall we talk about Twisted Titanicus? Shall I give a quick overview of what we did then? So we went down to Twisted Titanicus four. I think mm-hmm, we established yeah. it was four after last last time's discussion. Uh, it was a two thousand point which uh, was a surprise to me when I'd written a 2,500-point list to start with. 2,000-point uh, tournament for Adeptus Titanicus down at Leighton Buzzard, which is one of the worst places for me to drive to. There is literally no motorway between me and Leighton Buzzard. It's terrible. But uh, held by the very nice guys at Twisted Dice. Uh, yeah, and it was good fun because Tommy got really annoyed. I didn't get really annoyed. I just had a very challenging tactical game one that sapped a lot of my energy and will to live. And then you played the best game of your life next. Uh, and then I drew, having drawn game one, also against Legio Presagius, it was the most 
Uh, oh, yes, we're both at long range. Oh, we both get benefits. Guess what? We're all going to be 37 inches away from each other with most of our weapons. It was really fun, that, firing missiles at each other for the first two turns. Um, Grandmaster Edition again. Oh, and, <laughs> oh, no, but then I had a side titan, which we'll touch on the community event packs there, just uh, targeting titans through terrain. But anyway, um, bless him. Nice person. Uh and then the second game, yeah, I played the complete Antichrist of AT. Uh, <laughs> you didn't play Riddick second. You played me. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't say mouth breather. No, the Antichrist. So, uh, like every event that myself and Tom go to, we ended up playing each other, didn't we? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure we said, didn't we, last time? Like, whenever we all go to an event, the three of us, we all end up playing each other always. I mean, how many were there? There were there was eight tables, but 16, one spare. Totally. Yeah, was it or was it nine tables with one spare then? Because there was always one empty table a game, wasn't there? I, I think, think there was about sixteen people. Sixteen yeah. people, yeah. And out of sixteen, we managed to play each other again. Yeah, I don't know how because you lost your first game quite badly, and I drew mine. I no, I didn't lose badly. I lost by five EP. Strump didn't lose bad enough to avoid uh, you. I only no. just lost, and you drew. I was at the the top of the people who lost and you were in the draw and um, because I yeah I had a really good first game um it was really really close it basically came down to it would have been a draw if I'd have read my primary proper or secondary properly I, I played the uh, deny them which I thought was the one where you stop them coming into your deployment zone but it wasn't it's one where you pick their one of their princeps and another one of their titans and you've got to kill you've got to no you pick one of your princeps and one of your other titans and you've got to keep them alive for the game so when i realized as we were tightening up i said to my opponent i was like well my princeps is alive regardless i said but and i had three reavers left i was like it'd be really unfair of me to be like oh yeah it's that one that survived like i was like i'm gonna forfeit the second part of that objective because i i can't you know i can't fairly say which one it was so i didn't pick up that second so what's it secondaries you can get 15 vps on a secondary yeah. now 25 15 yeah. so i think i got 25 and 10 because ah. again senior aside so i i dropped five vps um through my own ineptitude um and, and you, you did what... face a war master though yeah i did what i always do i just ignore big things because i'm scared of them <laughs> that's why you've always ignored my penis <laughs> I ignore that for another reason, and it's to do with the genes. <laughs> Sweet chat. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I had a run of it because I faced the Warmaster in the first game, which, to be fair, I just sent two Reavers with missile launchers at the side and just like harangued it, like mm. kept blowing its shields down and hassling its shields. So he kind of had to keep forcing saves on it. And I could hug the terrain so he couldn't, you know, the Warmaster's brutal. He did obliterate my combat Reaver in one shot. Um, but he couldn't focus and I could keep stuff in cover and make it hard for him to shoot and just basically tied it up and took out his other, his other Titans while I was what with my other, with my uh, Knights and Titans while I was, you know, keeping the Warmaster busy. And then I faced the side Titan in the second game because I played your first time in the second. Yeah. It was in the, the last... third game you faced the side Titan. Yeah. No, which, yeah. 
Yeah, third yeah. game. Was, yeah, because I played you second, didn't I? But then Sight Titans. Two bloody warlords. Way. It's incredible. I played the guy first who had, you played third, and he failed his um, psychic power test. Yeah. You know, to manifest the psychic power. He went, I am resolved. I was like, oh, yeah, we checked it. You can do it. Cause it's not on um, order. It's, uh, you know, a command Command check, test in the strategy phase. Yeah. That's um, interesting, actually, because I don't think I've ever done it, but it's a command test in the strategy phase, not so in any phase. Only yeah. in the strategy, which I think actually is massive. That really isn't as strong. No. I think I, I'd always assumed, I'd always thought it was any command test, but it's not. It's in the strategy phase. And then he did it again the next turn. They had another iron resolve. I didn't know you could take his duplicates, but you can. Yep. And he prepared say. with he prepared with two of them, but it blessed me because he had scored to settle. He tried to play that at the end. I went, "How many stratagem points are we using? Are we using six or seven? He goes six. I was like, "You've used all your six. Oh, it's a draw. What a shame." Yeah. I've managed to draw against the side titan. And he made, I just remember this, I remember telling you guys, 16 out of 18 four pluses were at last, just trying to get Reaver Shields down. That broke me. Watching those dice come in, honestly just broke me, mentally. That was part of my game too. So first game I come up against another Extermagus, played by, I think his name was Jay. Yeah, he was a good player, Jay. Nice guy. Very good player. He completely undid me. I played like a pleb. And he just outplayed me. <laughs> but no in fairness, that. was he just? Did he start playing? You goes, oh, they've put me against a special person. I've got to be nice. And was he really nice? And oh, he was. He was generally a lovely bloke. I'd happily have another game against him. And he he plays Volper as well. And he's actually given me some tips as to how I can get more. So it's like, like it, it, it's that Volpers. horrible thing where. You- your opponent knows your list as well oh, as you do. I, yeah, I love those. So games. knows how to unpick. It, knows how to unpick it. Like yeah. horrible, I, not in like a. It's a bad game, as yeah. in like a. It's an uphill battle because you know that that person's going to go. Well, I know exactly what you're going to do here, so I'll do the thing you don't want me to exactly. do. Exactly. And my strat hand was built more. F- well, what I believe was like a generic Volper strat hand. Yeah. It's not so much there for the Extermagus. If I was running five Reaver Corsair with all melee. I'd have probably been better with that strat hand because I'd have been faster. And he suggested some different strats. So, right, next time I run that out, I'll have a go. Second game. I like like the way Alex has been really cagey about all these tips. So, the next time he brings it out on us, he's keeping it all secret. I'm not telling you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to drop it on you and put it straight in you. Um, Second game. And Alex's guide to foreplay and lovemaking here on... (laughs) Advancing Fire Podcast. I'm just going to drop it on you, yeah. I'm going to put it right in you, yeah. Take it. it. See what happens. Um, Second game I played, I cannot remember the lad's name, but he'd got uh, Custom Lee Joe, and he was a nice bloke. He's played up at Birmingham a number of times. He's a really nice guy. I saw him in the car park when I got here. He's a really nice chap. Not the green green Custom Lee Joe. Oh, not the green Custom Lee Joe. They were painted in Mortis. Oh, was he running a custom Legio, was he? Yes. Not in Mortis colours? He'd got Fortis and Lupercal, and for the life of me, my dice failed. Epically. Oh, it was it was it Hansel? Hang- Hamish. 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 Hansel. Hamish, yeah, there you go. I was my close. Claw Lord jumps in, hit his reaver, whiffed on the dice, on the attack, whiffed on the armour pen, and I had the re-roll, whiffed. And I was like, I should have punched that reaver dead. I didn't. Do you know what that says, Alex? You're weak. Yeah. You're, why could those dice come against me? Against me or Tom, you'd absolutely eviscerate us. You get all sixes and blow us to hell. Yeah. But when we go to public, yeah, but when we go to public events, he was actually. And then game three, I got another Extermagus 
who I can't remember the guy that was. I think it was Loz. He, um, yeah, Loz. yeah, yeah, Loz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoon. Again, third. Really lovely bloke. We had an yeah. I, I played. I played Loz at uh, one of your Brum events, Tom, when he had all. Um, I was running loop. What's not the Lupercal Manipal, the Canis no. Manipal for Ordax. Oh, yeah, Ordax, so, yeah. Yeah, so he was running Ordax, Canis, and I got the side titan, and he got all corrupted titans. It wasn't long after corruption came out, and like the side <laughs> titan just sat at the back and bullied him. And I was like, he's such a nice guy. And I was like, this is like literally the worst match because I think I'd taken a Corsair with the side titan. So I was like, it just, it just shot whole. It was killing like two titans a turn because when it, I, you know, you, you quicken it. And you, you, so you move it to one where the shields had gone down in the previous turn, and like the Vol- I think I got the turbo laser on top would just blow that apart. And then in the shooting phase, the side cannon would go off and just go because it, it just holds a uh, corrupted hmm. warlord. Target body on the war on the warhound, bang! Yeah, yeah. three hits, couple of crits, you know, bump, done. Yeah. Oh, you know. will do that with their what strength twelve, or, is or- it? Yeah, strength twelve in the body. You I mean Cheers. you're gonna get you should be Cheers. getting VHG burnouts anyway. Oh. And then you've got crypt on it. Well I got usually running the turbo lasers and the Volkite, so you then turbo laser in, hit the body. If that hasn't done it, target for free, push the Volkite, target for free, hit the body with strength six when it's got plus three on it usually. Just that's done it. Yeah. Lots, lots and that, he was really he's such a nice it. guy, but yeah, like, I I think I bullied him. Showed up. And I think I'd got, I think I lost one of my warlords, but the other two were alive at the end. One of them just went on a murder rampage. Well, that's that's what you want, and we expect, Alex. Um, I, I was a bit, you know, embarrassed when we after the first game when you got your ass handed to you, and then the second yeah, game was I got the same. nailed on that. Hey, I think yeah. <laughs> the first round, the first round was to nil. The first round was quite tough for all three of us. To be fair, we didn't really show up very well, did we? I I I I got a loss. Tom was great at the draw, and you got household. Didn't Jay go on and win in the end? Didn't he? No. Or did he come uh, second? No. He no Jay was, was third. third. Jay was third. Yeah. Um, I think it's Chris. Yeah, you, uh, the, the, oh, Custom yeah. Legio came first. I can't remember I his remember name. The, but... They were green with gold trim. Yeah. Yeah. I I know yeah. the guy. And and you came first loser. Tell me. Yeah, I came second. I mean, so my second game. We, me and Strub just ignored the mission really and just tore strips out of each other because it was you know honor thy forebearers and carry the banner. And we both for, we even had the banners on our model and just completely forgot about that and just I, killed each other. So we wish we always do. First turn you thought it was over, didn't you? I had an awful. Because uh, well, I vortex yeah. missiled and then I've, yeah, and I, I vortex missiled you and didn't do a huge amount. You vortex missiled me and then more. You, you took my combat reaver out pretty quick, didn't you? I took two Reavers out turn one. Yeah, yeah, that was it. You killed two Reavers in the Killed your Princeps turn one. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so you can use error. his Dominant Strategist, which at the event we were saying that you, you everyone took Dominant Strategist, but you couldn't Dom Strat a Dom Strat in the same phase. So yeah. that was the house rules. So if someone had a Dom Strat and they went first, and the other person had you, a Dom you, Strat and went I was, second, you could steal it off them in the combat phase, the priority, but you could, they couldn't steal it back. Until the next phase, which yeah. was massive for things like moving or combat when you wanted to charge first or yeah, shoot well, first. I think because you, I was going first and I was preempting you domstrating me, yeah, and walking into your trap because I was like, well, I'll just domstrate you back then and I'll take it back. 
because there's nothing in the rules that say you can't do that. There's no, again, there's nothing in the rules that says you can do that. But in an order of order of priority, it says at the start of the phase. If you declare it, then it's still the start of the phase. When I declare it, they would happen simultaneously and effectively cancel each other out. It came up at Brum, one of the events yeah. Tom ran at yeah. Brum, I think within the last sort of couple of years where yeah. I had an opponent say, well, I'm going to use my Dom strat. And I was like, well, I've got one. It was before corruptions came out, I'm certain. Yeah. And he said he's using his. Right, I'll use mine. I've still got Can't control. Can't out, yeah. Yeah. It's a, and it's a big play. I don't think it's unreasonable to do that because it's a big play. You're, hmm. you're well, giving your Dom strat up as well. Well, yeah, because you lost your princess before you've got to use it. In my third game, though, I played Simon. Really good player. He had Mortis. He had the... His was also... His was a Ferox with a... It's a Ferox with a Regea. So he had the two Warlords and with Apox, Conversion Beamers and Mori Quakes. And he just pound you from the back with those and then send his Hound... His two Hounds up... Uh, sorry, three Hounds and Reaver and the Ferox and the Regea respectfully. And he went to say, you know, I'll take priority this turn. And it was in the second turn. It was this decisive turn. And I was like, okay, movement phase. I'll steal it. My Reaver will charge first. Mm. And he went, oh, I've lost the game here. And I went, yeah, because I charged in big. I've got like three extra attacks, six attacks to his Reaver. Just absolutely gutted it. It went boom, um, damaged his Warhound. And that was it. In one turn, he lost pretty much two Titans. I mean, this That's is what... Dom Strat was powerful. This is why I think we've, we've run for, especially the events we've run between us, we've always said, if you're picking warlord traits you can't pick dom strat if you're rolling randomly for it then dom strat's a fair choice because it's luck but it's so strong because there's no downside and at any point at the start of any phase the amount of times you'll do it where you'll go you'll go right combat movement phase right i'm taking it because i'm gonna get my charge off or the classic wait till the combat phase you go okay well you've moved i've watched you move I've positioned myself and I'm going to shoot first. You know, like I'm pretty sure I've said no picking Dom Strat, or I've maybe even said no Dom Strat full stop for the one. Yeah, I, I, I think just for the fact of kind of what happened at the weekend when everybody mm. had Dom Strat, at least yeah. one princept had Dom Strat on everyone. Because why wouldn't you take it? Oh no, Dom it's... Strat can be picked. I've I've left that in there. You just got it's got to be randomly rolled, so you can't pick. Yeah, yeah. See, on a random roll, if you roll that one and you get it because you've chosen yeah. that. You've chosen that table. You've not taken your Legio ones. You know, you, there's a gamble to it where it's like, well, okay, cool. Like, you know, you've you've gone for it and you've got it. Fair enough. You know, but can corrupted Titans still go off that? No, if you're corrupted, no. no. If you're corrupted, so you it's got to be Legio or the corrupted Titans. Because this table. event were corrupted. I didn't no, play. No. They specifically said corrupted Titans must go off the corrupted chart or the Legio chart. Yeah, but I thinking about it now. There is nothing to stop you running a uh, a loyalist legio as a traitor. Where would that lie with the loyalist legio princeps trait? Are hey. you okay? Right. Yeah. No. So you, you sound like you've, you've just had a fucking stroke. Yeah, I have. Um, you pick a storeroom. You yeah. want to yeah. run a traitor a storeroom. Yeah. Right. You can still come off the storeroom chart, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're not technically a traitor legio. Yeah. 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 Is that Tempestus? Yeah. There's no loyalist or traitor. There's no loyalist or traitor strat. Um, loyalist or traitor princep trade table. But as soon as you take a corruption on your senioras, the rules say you must then take off the of that. So it's the corruption that changes it, not the 
not the allegiance, because yeah, for years before corruptions, you, you were all rolling off the same table, weren't they? I mean, the legions were all across the entire galaxies, weren't they? All across mm-hmm. the universe, and there'll probably be pockets who were loyalists, pockets who were traitor, princeps and maniples that were loyalists of Mortis, even probably. So, oh yeah, so it's the usual Horace Heresy saying where. Just because this legion or legio is this doesn't mean there wasn't little pockets of this. So, you know, there's always the, the grounds to do it. I mean, except if you were there, you, then yeah, you're just think, a bunch of. How would... There was something in the book, uh, the actual heresy rule book for word bearers that said they only get trait of warlord traits. So, if you want to run loyalist word bearers, you don't get. You get the generic. Yeah, you've got the generic warlord traits. Yeah. But you could still run. So, what, what was interesting, if I took my Astora. <laughs> And I run them as corrupted. So they run a traitor Astoran force, corrupted, put preternatural grace on them, and war march. So I'm moving my boosted movement plus two inches, not pushing the reaction. Rolling, war, no war march. No, is yeah. So oh, the Ligio treat where I for the first two mm. turns I get two inches to my boosted movement, and I don't roll the dice. So my hounds could move, what, 14 inches in the first two turns without pushing. And then you play the strat and you get one turn of 16. Yeah. If you played Warlust on top of it for two points. Mm-hmm. So if, so, so, my re- so a combat re- so combat Warlord, I could do six, make that eight, eight ten. ten inch. Could make and then warp charge. him. And then warp him and later warp, for the lols. Yeah. Uh, you also get the traitor once per game. Unbridled hatred. Yeah. You yeah, could do so a inch charge. I reckon you could do quite. A, you could do quite a horrific thing with a traitor Astorum list. I mean, just that, like for the first two turns, everything's moving boosted plus two without rolling it. Because I mean, the, uh, the, the downside would still be that whenever you push the reactor outside of movement, you would be rolling two dice because it's any. Machine any reactor dice you roll in that turn, you then so if you war march and then say you shoot a draining gun, you roll the extra dice for that as well as any push afterwards. Yeah, but then, if, if you build the titans right and the list right, you, you can just always, don't push the reactors, up. you can avoid shields. The shields is the bugger for the shields is the bug, yeah. bugger for that if you're doing it, but but then you got bastion shielding for 10 points, yeah. I mean, you're sinking points then, aren't you? Yeah. So I'm just trying to see anyway, where you came in the table, Alex. I'm just having to look at the bottom I think of the I was events. Fourth from bottom, you, I think. You one below me. Yeah, you, yeah, you were. You scored Which... three points. Yeah. yeah. I have a possible nine. But, well, I... but I, I'm just going to bring up to the camera again. <laughs> Best <laughs> loyalist princeps. Best loyalist princeps. And do you know how you got that for killing my princeps? For killing my warlord. your warlord. We were tied. Well, yeah. so... So yeah. what was it? It was on kills, wasn't it? It was mm-hmm. the most units yeah. killed, and I think I think there was a waiting between like a warlord. It was worth more to kill warlords than knights. Yeah. And me and Tommy were tied, <laughs> and because I'd killed one more warlord than him, his warlord, I won. I didn't. I didn't kill a single warlord that event. And I killed I and the only one. I the only one I killed was yours. Yeah, I just well the first game I didn't kill anything. I did literally just scratch paintwork. That was it. It was, it was just terrible. But it was Adam wearing that one. It was his custom leader. I That's that. it, Adam. We've played him a number of times up at your up at um, 
Brunt. He's a really and then good we lad. saw him at Goonhammer, didn't we? Yeah, he was a Goonhammer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, really good guy. There's uh, an Alex Riddick on here. It just says he plays Legio losers, can't play good, uh, crayon up, stuck up nose. Uh, it pretty much was that on that Saturday. If you honest. played your three point strat, crayon up nose, go. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. He missed nah, and got it in the eye. <laughs> um, I did think the the match play, the first mission, you know, we had the objectives. That was okay. The third one, though, you know, it was like line breaker. I really, mm. I actually quite like that because it encouraged you to get up, you know, hold the line, mm. but also stop the opposition. I quite like that. And for me, yeah. having two warlords was actually really tough to try and do that. Yeah. I, like, I like the way Twisted do it for their missions where they give mm. you choice two primaries and two secondaries to choose between from the back play guys so you do you can still get because i don't I, I like the asymmetrical missions where you're both you're playing different objectives but i like it i like having and i like having the choice um but i don't you know it is a bit much if you've like you've got to roll d10s and pick them and there is some control in a tournament setting where they they are playing we're all playing the same pair of I missions think, at least yeah Picking something, so whereas they've got pick one of these two for your primary, pick yeah. one of these two for your secondary. I quite like that. Obviously, yeah. most events I've run, it's normally been a dedicated mission for that mm. game. But we're whereas, normally running narrative events, aren't we? Mm, where it's, we've not it, done a competitive it, one. Yeah, you're controlling controlling things, if you make sense, to 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 create an experience yeah. as opposed to trying to find the the winner. And with the competitive, but, you almost want to keep everyone on a similar page, on a similar level, so it literally comes down to what's going to differentiate you from your opponent or anyone else is your list, your ability to play that list and the dice roll. And keeping the missions there or thereabouts the same or select, they can control it better. No, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I really liked it because it's sometimes quite rubbish when you go to an event and you draw up a mission that you haven't possibly got a chance to score. Or you don't know how to do this and everything, but with Twisted Titanicus Five, you know, coming up in October, I'm just hoping the when is that in October? It's October twenty first, twenty second, two day that, event. That's a mixed um, aeronautica and LI. AT. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering. I don't what know if it's using. That. Yeah, that's where me as an outsider, I unfortunately can't make it. I think my wife would actually kill me if I just went to that one as well because I've got yours the week before Alex which I'm trying to get leave for which is the 14th the 15th yep we'll put uh tickets are now live on Eventbrite for that under greetings from the wall oh Christ I better buy a ticket then haven't I well yeah you really should Um, how many many have sold now is it 100 100 have been sold already for that some say there's only only 16 available because we've got big waiting list Titan Owners Club They've rented out both halls, so they're doing a massive wow. full-size Titan battle over the weekend. Um, and the good thing is, it is the first official Advancing Fire event. Yeah. And he's, and he's shamelessly allowed us to slick our logo on his event. He has. He's a good old boy. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, if I'm honest, because I yeah, get a feeling go. that could be the last AT event, because... Either Li will drop. Uh, Li will just absorb life. Well, it will drop before then, and we won't 
be able to really change it from an AT to an LI event because it'll be too short notice. Or I, I LI think, will drop I, within the few weeks I, after. I think the thing is, even if it drops, if LI was to drop between now and October date, it's such a short run in to, for people yeah. to learn the event, learn the game, get their armies ready, get everything up. Like we were going to run one at Incom, but it's going to be very much a like come and learn how to play kind of thing, like not an event as such, but like a right slap the contents of the box down, pay play three games with just some loose organisation so people can learn the game as opposed to like an event because it's going to take time people time to get their events up and running. Um, so just um, yeah, giving it giving it a bit of time isn't a bad thing. Um, we'll so yeah, what, I, time, I, I, I think what I don't, time are I don't, we saying that? When is the when is this box set? I've heard from my friend Gary, who does not just let's clarify, he does not work for Games Workshop. Wink, wink. Um, he used to talk to my mate John, but he's retired now. Um, yeah, Gary, he says it may not be coming till November. Yeah, because they've yeah, got I've such distribution errors. I've heard no I, latter I heard, half I, of I, November. That's I've fine. heard that it's because they're reprinting books. That they're having to reprint books is what I'd heard. I mean. This is all complete rumor in here, so I've got everyone's heard something different, though. Yeah, yeah but I think that I think it's all probably, you know, circling the drain of truth. There's probably like grains. Look at the Necromunda rulebook. That still some of it hasn't been shipped out. They've got ten third forty k. Horus Heresy Plastics has slowed down quite a lot. It's they've moved to a new distribution center. There's a few troubles. I'd say there's, that is probably going to be the main reason. There's stuff for these delays for Heresy. That still hasn't dropped. Like they got quite good with Heresy, where they tease something, and you normally see it within six yeah. to eight weeks. Mm. Plastic Vindies, they got teased last year, possibly yeah. maybe even as much as a year ago. Mm. We've still not seen them yet, have we? No, I mean this is where I think it's distribution. Your pipeline is not working properly to get things, you know, on the on the conveyor belt to be released. If you're going to talk about Li, we're seeing. You know the article with the lovely little medusas and basilisks. Yeah, we've no idea when these will actually come. But as I said, yeah. we've yeah. still got so, to find. I mean, we don't know when things are coming. That sex tum- that sex tape with Strump is still out there, and no one knows where it is. Involving three midgets and a donkey. But to this <laughs> day, we don't know. Life. Yeah, best night. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. Yeah, so we, we, we're straying away from talking about the event to probably cover topics we've, we've already talked about previously. But um, yeah, so I think overall the, the general feeling from Twisted was a really fun event. Oh, oh, there's one thing we wanted to pick up on and I wanted to talk to you boys about. It was the, so it did catch us out when we were there, and I know it caught you out probably most time, was, was the Maximal Fire FAQ the event was using. Now, um that is an event, a community-based FAQ. I think the, the 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 Maximal Fire guys run a lot of events and tournaments and stuff, and they've they've done the community work. And I thought it was an interesting topic because it this community document stuff it's it's reared its head before for me when using uh, running events because I used to run Heresy events and we used to use the more novel events extra units and stuff. They had a whole package of all extra units and things they made up and stuff. And it was always really cool because when you were part of the community, it was all exciting stuff. And if you were listening to the right podcasts and in the right places, you knew all about it. And I dropped it after a couple of events because I had a couple of people come to events who were like, I didn't know this thing existed. I'm playing now a bunch of units that are just made up. I've never heard of. I don't know what they are. And it is just made by somebody. It, it, and I was like, actually, that's 
a bit of a feel bad feeling when you turn up to an event. So I think the issue that cropped up for us, Tom, was the, there was the um, side tie-in that the rules say if you touch a piece of tie- terrain with um, the uh, well, it's not even the side tie; it's the beam rule. If you touch a piece of terrain with a beam weapon before you hit the the building counts as the first target hit, so you lose a dice or you lose a number of dice equal to the number in the brackets after beam, and then you can't target and all those kind of things. So it's quite a big impact on it. Now, it had a massive impact when I played Toby up at Goonhammer because he basically beat me because he was really clever with the terrain and made sure there was always a little bit in between me and his titan. Uh, uh, me and his titan. So I I wasn't if getting the most effect at my side time because I'm not being able to target where I want, I'm losing a dice, all this kind of stuff. The maximal fire FAQ says the basically for the building to count, the terrain to count, it's got to be at least give you my you know 25% obscuring cover. Now, against the Volkite, it's probably not that bad, is it? But against a side titan, that's quite a huge change to say, well, actually, okay, a bunch of terrain is is not. Now I don't debate the rules. I don't want to get into debating the rule because an FAQ is an FAQ. If that's a set of rules, it's used. I think the interesting point was this thing because we don't use the maximal fire FAQ. We never have. We never have done. We just use the official GW FAQs and never really had any problems. But then have we? even with GW FAQs, there's things in there that you may not have known about. Because eight years had what V one point two. You think of other yeah, events, yeah. other game systems. You've bought a book, rule book, okay, mm. you've learned it to that, played with your friends, and suddenly there's a V.1.1, mm. 1.0, 1.2, yeah. FAQ. We miss things. They're in the FAQ. Mm. Merging voids being the most, you know, it got changed to this and that. Strats have been changed, how they've been mm. worded. The classic one is Vox Blackout from 1 point to 3 points, etc. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then you start adding community ones in there. It's it's more the It's confusing. With, with GW... I would expect the player coming to an event to keep up with the official publications from the manufacturer of the game. It's like say, you know, it's like turning up and trying to run your Legio rules, say out of Doom and Moloch rather than the Loyalist book. You know, all our event packs say, you know, use the most up to date and official rules. If you turned up to an event and said, Well, actually I'm gonna use the Legio rules out of this community pack that I've written, it's again not about the rules. It's about knowing that that exists. And if you turn it's up... keeping and... everyone on the same playing field. And if you start running off different things, like as you said, we're not used to the maximal fire. It's not to say that what they've written is bad because some of their stuff does make sense. Like mm. their building rule, for example. Yeah, the rounding, the third, the third rounding, rounding down. Yeah, I love that rule personally. Yeah, But then there's that's only the one that I mainly know. I yeah. don't know 90% of whatever else they've yeah. got in their FAQ. So in, if I'd have been the, aware of they're running it, mm. I could have downloaded it. I could have had a look at it, yeah. read it, and made sure well, that... It, it uh, was uh, in to, there, but it's well, on be, us as yeah. well, as attendees. To be fair, it says in the pack they're going to use this FAQ, but there's nowhere to get that. No no link to where to get it. Because when we asked about it, it was like, are you on the Maximal Fire Discord? No, I don't use Discord. I don't, I don't on there. So if you're going to use that... You've got to make it better. One of the things I did with the Mournable stuff with Heresy is I would, in I would when the link to the fold the, the event pack would always have a folder with all these additional documents in them as well. So you'd make them readily available. So if you're going to make use a community document, it's like when you say you know we, uh, we quite often say one of our quite common uh, rules for iron building is yeah, you know, Perfirons can't be taken 
or a caster's knights can't be taken outside of a uh, knight household. But that's clear front and centre, right, obvious. And it's, you know, when when you're playing, when you're buying your ticket for the event, you know what you're coming to. So if you're going to use a community document, you've got to make it available to everybody. You can't just assume everybody's got it. And as I say, that caught, I think that caught myself and also my opponent in game one of Cropper because he had his side tight and position right in front of terrain that was about one and a quarter, maybe one an inch, yeah. one and a half inch high. So and he was beaming across that. Of a warlord. Well, it's the thing, you, you, two, you two are playing a different game there. That's the thing. You are not playing the same game. Because, Tom, you're stood there going, well, he's buying that terrain, so he's hampered himself there. Because be, you've played my side titan lots, and that would we would yeah. play it the way it's written in the book. That I would have made a mistake then, because I'd be going, oh, shit, I can't beam. Whereas you, he's playing a different game by going, well, I'm actually going to stand back and cover because this is the best place for me to get the shot, I'm ignoring that terrain. So you're making decisions about your strategy well, and how you're playing your game and you're playing a different game. Well, then it gets you know? even more. So without getting into it, that game was that he was learning. He said he doesn't come to events much. This is his first time. His, his mate that you played, Alex J, wrote the list for him. And he was open and honest about that. And if someone's fair, but it was for me it was quite tough because – then it, if you take the maximal fire, it's only 25% obscured, knocks mm. the dice off. Mm. My reaver was more than 50%. But he said, look, I can see that half, so I'm going to beam into that half of the reaver. Mm. And I went, okay, it's a straight line. Beam me, you've hit me, fine, whatever, okay. Mm. Um, and he did, and he void shield collapsed me in the body, and then it got absolutely pounded on by everything else and died. Okay, mm. that happens in AT. Um, however, you take the maximal fire. If you're twenty five percent obscured, you can't target and you lose a dice. Was the mm. interpretation of that community FAQ? I later to understand. I, I admit, I don't use the side tight, and I'd, I'd never lower myself to that. But <laughs> for me, yes, it's we we both got that rule wrong almost in every sense. He did, I did. I should have said, look, you're behind this. If you take the original ruling, he would have lost. And it just created unnecessary confusion for everyone, I found. Because yeah. he felt a bit guilty. I, was, yeah. I wasn't pissed off. I just thought it, it was a game-changing I, moment. Yeah. Because I was down, just, to three, I was down I think, a titan. I think the point for me is this thing of like, you, everybody, if you come into an event, you should all be playing the same game. You should understand it. And that can be any set of rules. I'm absolutely mm. fine with that. You know, if you're making changes to it, that's the whole point of an event pack is to set up how this event's going to run. But you, yeah, to turn up and start playing a game and then realise you're playing two different games is a pain in the ass, then, you know. So yeah, I think it's an interesting point. I'd love to. It is yeah, a difficult unit, the side titan. I appreciate it. There's a lot going but, on. But it's, but it's what I mean. It's not so much about the ruling and the individual titan and all this stuff. Mm. It's this principle of are we all playing the same game? You know, if you're, we're all play, yeah, you know, we've paid our money to come to an event. We should be playing the same game. You know, yeah. it's you know, and, and this docket, this community document that's not front and center and available in the pack. We're all working to different things. Then you know, I've, it's, I've it's a great community it. doc. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm not it. disputing that. And, and no. like Alex said, I think there's a lot of really good stuff in there. I mean, the yeah. the, the building, the whole thing of you know, we all know. Reavers being able to walk over buildings as big as them is one of my, the thing I hate most about the game. <laughs> so the building rule is great, but put that in the you, those rules have got to be available to it. We we play 
we play together regularly, so we know we have our own little house rule yeah. system as, as we work. But when we run an event, we have to put that out there and be clear about it. So, yeah, yeah anyway, yeah. I, I didn't want to get bogged down in like... There was one thing I want to add to it yeah. is I quite like... So that's the first time I've done a twist to Titanic because it's the first time I've played yeah. those three opponents. I really liked it because you see how people play how they run things differently to like, obviously we know how each other play the events where we go to, and we know people there, we know how they play seeing that, seeing the fact that how readily they've adopted maximal. It's just nice to see it as a change that not every group, every little cluster is playing all the same stuff in the same way. Oh, that's my, my experience in events in general is yeah. everybody comes with their own little way. And that's what the TO does is, to have to sit there and sort of negotiate those foibles. I mean, there's little things like we will roll to hit, then roll the location dice, and then roll the armor. Whereas, I know, uh, you know, there are people who will roll to hit and then roll the location dice with the armor rolls. So everyone's got their own little quirks and how they do it and stuff. So, yeah. Um, if you've got any thoughts or opinions on it, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email, send us a message, tell us we're all completely wrong. You know, we'd love to hear this the feedback. But, Anyway, basically I think want we'll... some validation to say that people are listening to us. Well, I can see that. I can see three people downloaded it from from the last show. So that's <laughs> me, you, me, you, and Tom's mum, because you know Tom doesn't listen back to anything. But <laughs> anyway, why right. did you <laughs> just bring? You just brought. Oh, you absolutely got to bring Mummy Hazel into it. I'm saying she's a fan of mine. Right, let's leave it at that then. Now Tom's got his head in his hands. He started this segment with his head in his hands and it's back in his hands. If anyone knows uh, a good number for a therapist, Tom will take it. Oh, I'm already on my sixth. The previous just, five have all topped themselves. No, we shouldn't make light of that. We should not make light of that. However, it's too bloody it's, late now. It's too bloody really late. Don't give him don't don't worry about giving him a therapist number. He won't pay for it. Right. Yeah. Break. See you in a bit. Hi! I hate starting segments because I never know what to say. I always sound like Butlin's <laughs> red coat. Hey there, boys and girls! Are you ready for more advancing fire? <laughs> oh, that sounds God. like Tommy on a Friday night out of the back of his panel van. Yeah, I was going to say, how to be a nonce on a podcast by Strum. <laughs> hey, Hi, kiddies, boys and girls! Would you, you like, like to see... shiny dice? I don't know, if you went to some of the games, like, do you want to see this nice resin in the back of my van? Oh, yeah, I've got some nice plastic and resin alloy. Yeah, I've you got want some GW epic? Spoilers. You want some, yeah, GW spoilers. You want some epic in the back of my van? Mm, yes. And then bang, they're a hypno. Done. But yeah, I know we're on right. the wind up, but what we haven't discussed is that picture of the book that appeared out of nowhere. We don't discuss that. We're a GW-sponsored affiliate, allegedly, podcast. We don't discuss leaks. You're so full of shit. That's all we discuss. What, leaks? Yeah. No, that's leakages from Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Usually rectal. Yeah. After Usually your stag do, how is your rectum? Perfectly fine. <laughs> really? After Jamie Foxx went through it? Good luck. <laughs> do you know what? I came He's home general. and I had, a, I had a handprint on my spine. I knew you did. That hat was hit was possibly what I've done. I don't know if Taylor's wrist has recovered from bouncing off that lamppost. <laughs>
There's too many. There's too many ball touching and flicking in that day. It's horrible. Okay, so with the wrap up, should we just make this like a good wrestler and clothesline it towards the end? See what I did? Clothesline. See. That's, oh, Tom, that's did, you never watched wrestling, did you? Me and Strump watching Tumbleweed go across our screen right there. It's possibly the worst thing I've ever heard recorded onto sound. Mm. Why Tommy doesn't lead anything, but yeah, right. Let's close this crap out. It's been quite frankly a pain in the ass. So. Uh, little shout outs if you've got events and things you want us to shout out you can send us a message we are on advancingfirepodcast at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook and Instagram uh, I'll put all the links to the socials and stuff and email address in the um, show notes if you are so inclined leave us a review um, I don't care what you write in it be as slanderous as you like as long as it's got five stars on your podcast platform don't care what it says as long as it's got five stars uh, in all seriousness, it helps people find us and discoverability and all that stuff, all the algorithms. If you could leave us a review, subscribe so you don't miss a show and um, leave us a five-star review. Tell us the worst thing that you think Tommy's ever said and um, leave us a five-star review. That'd be good. So the only thing we've really got to shout out is our upcoming event at Greetings from the Warp. Now, I'm going to hand over to Alex because he actually knows about it and I don't. Yeah. The Toms are just along for the ride. I've done all the hard work and lifting on it. Um, yeah, because you don't use the pack I wrote three years ago and just keep using that. We're not going to answer that question. Heavy <laughs> lifting. Heavy lifting. Yeah, fuck off. Carry on, though. Carry, carrying you, you knuckle-dragging weirdo. <laughs> We've um <laughs> got the event running in conjunction with Greetings from the Warp. Uh, I believe it's 14th, 15th of October. Well, I you hope know. it is, because those are the dates you've told me. Yeah, we'll go with those dates then. Um, there's an Eventbrite link for it. Um, I'm going to ask Trump to put it in the show notes. If anyone Already in them. there. And tickets can be bought through there. It's four games, two and a half thousand points. But the main reason that we're doing it that weekend is the Titan Owners Club have got the hall, or both halls actually, agreements from the Warp. So they are going to be playing a massive full-size AT game while we play our small-size Tiny AT games. In the corner of the room, and so, it is an experience to watch those boys play big uh, Titanicus. It's basically going to be the home of Titans in the UK for a weekend. You're going to have big Titans and little Titans, yep. all smashing face, and it's going to be quite all wicked. about the God engines. Yeah, yeah, no, no dilution with anything else. Just God engines, and um, yeah. So I chuck a link to the Eventbrite up in the. Everything. It's thirty five, it's thirty five quid for the ticket, but then Eventbrite throws a few bit quid on, so I think it's thirty seven and six pence for your weekend. So it's pretty, pretty reasonable for a weekend, to be fair. Pretty good for a weekend event. So uh, I know chaps from Alex and a few of his gang from Maximal Fire are coming up. They're going to come and throw down. I think Alex is going to bring his Warbreaker, the Imperator. Um, so there's a chance that we will have nearly every class of Titan there for a <laughs> in tiny scales. So yeah, that'll be there. I think he wants to, even if just so people can look at it. But I think we said to him, you know, bring it if somebody wants to play it. You know, yeah. put on the table and throw down. So if you want to take on an Imperator, there's an option to do that as well. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a good old fun day, isn't it? Narrative, two day, yeah. lots of shenanigans. There, there are some. Weird rules to it, so most you need to read the pack. Yeah, the oh. links to the pack in the event, right? Yep, there's a Dropbox yeah. link to the event pack. 
The only thing I was going to suggest on the five-star reviews to encourage people to do that, if we get to 100 five-star reviews, Alex will single-handedly thank everyone off who re- who reviewed. I think, Alex, I think you'll do that, won't you? Yeah, go on, why not? <laughs> thank, thank him off in a car park at the back of greetings. Yeah. If you if you leave us a five star review with slander about Tommy and then you come from greetings from the wall, Alex will personally thank you off under the table. <laughs> under the table, yeah. We've not set the prize though for what Tommy's doing when we get to two hundred. Oh yeah, hmm. that's gonna be fun. Probably involve a pineapple and an exploding donkey. I've I've been uh, there before. Full grim, full grim sideways. Yeah, <laughs> and involve as long as it doesn't involve a painting and ripping off Dorian Gray, I'm happy. I don't know where that went. But... Right. Right. Enough of this nonsense then. Thank you all for listening. Check us out on social medias. Leave us reviews. We'll make Tommy do horrible things. If you give us lots of good reviews, it'll be worth it. So take it easy, guys. And we will see you all next time for some more Advancing Fire. <laughs> <laughs>